SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning, South Australia. What did you get up to last night? Oh, hello, Beck. How are you going there? Um, well, I've got to say I, I'm a little tired because um, this is very unusual, but we played a game of hide-and-seek. <laughs> On a Tuesday night? <laughs> yes. Played a game of hide-and-seek. Was hide- it you hide- and your wife? No. no. <laughs> it was a friendly, uh, family-friendly game. No, we played hide-and-seek and, seek and um, we couldn't find my daughter for... <laughs> For about half an hour. She's very good at the game. Yeah, well, no, we were around at a mate's house, Big Juice's place, and uh, we had Big Juice. Why we- don't men just ever have their normal names? Women don't give each other nicknames. I was at Julian's house last night having dinner. I was around at Big Juice's, <laughs> and then what we did, and we had another mate, Shory, there, and we had seven kids there between us, right, having a little barbie. And so the kids decided, they said, well, why don't we play hide and seek? Because they're playing hide and seek all the way through. Mm. Then they said, well, let's do kids versus dads. So the kids went and hid. Oh, you played with your children. That's novel. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to role model to them and have fun with them. Go and play. <laughs> that says a lot more about you than it does about me, Rick. Anyway, so the kids went and decided to hide around the, the backyard. And we let them go. Anyway, we found six kids. Mm. Could not find my daughter oh, for 20 minutes. That's a long time. Then there was a little bit of panic. And we <laughs> thought, uh-oh. This could have sort of fallen in disaster because it's quite a big area. He lives up, you know, up around the hills area. So we're running around everywhere. Could not find her. So we had to go and sit back down near where we were having dinner. You get, Hang on. You had to go and sit back down. You gave up. Well, we couldn't find her. <laughs> 20 <laughs> minutes. gave up. We, couldn't, we could not find her. What if she was locked in a cupboard? Well, that's what oh, we're that's... trying to work out. And so we're going, well, she's in that good a Let's spot. Let's consider it over another beer. <laughs> Potentially. So we're sitting there thinking, what are we going to do? Anyway, after about another 10 minutes of sitting down, just deciding what time we need to leave, and I said to the my boys, guys, do you know where Sienna is? And they go, nah, nah, we don't know. I said, well, you need to find her because it's getting late. And it was about quarter eight at night. I thought, you got to get to bed because you've got school tomorrow. Anyway, could hear this. You know where she was? She was right next to where we were sitting. She was in the lid of the barbecue. Because it's a big barbecue. You know the cast iron lid? One of the boys had lifted it up. She'd hidden in there, right? And there was air and everything. So, God, don't think that. Right. And she was in there. So, she was actually right next to us. So, while we're sitting down, you hear is, I go, what is that? Was it the barbecue? And she goes, surprise. Great spot. So, in the end, we couldn't find her for 20 minutes. We spent 10 minutes sitting down, deliberating how we're going to do it, whether we're going to get the SES to go and find her. And she was hiding in the barbecue lid. The barbecue was off. We weren't doing anything wrong. <laughs> Yeah, good Smart girl. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my gosh. Look at these trending topics. Leonardo DiCaprio's taste in very young women is back in the headlines after he was photographed sitting next to. So just linked mm. at this stage, 19-year-old Israeli model Eden Polani. Right. He is 48. Yeah, that is sort of the work that we expect from him, though, isn't it? Because isn't it true that he's never dated a woman? This is real, never dated a woman publicly over 25 years of age? That is correct. When he's sort of 27, 28, 29, That's doesn't really fine. raise eyebrows. But now what have we got? A 29-year age gap. That's... You yeah. were getting really angry about this when we talked about it before I the show started. Okay, I'll tell you what made me angry. Okay, for a start, let's just go into some of the uh, the commentary about this age gap, which I find quite amusing. This tweet, Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend is so young, her high school experience was interrupted by COVID. Mm. Like, so she's the same age as my daughter. Mm. If my daughter came home with Leonardo DiCaprio... Mm, you'd probably push her out the way and go, where's my turn? <laughs> 
I just okay. So my anger around it was not what he's doing. I don't care what Leo said. Oh, so you're now mad at the poor? I'm no. I'm mad at I'm mad at men of that age. Okay, because it's around my age. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. That is a long bow to draw because you've just taken Leonardo DiCaprio, who's 48, and now you're angry at the rest of the men. I am because I have single women girlfriends my age who their marriage or their first or relationship has ended. Now they're on the market, but men their age are not interested in them because they want women in their 20s who are nice and fresh and perky and have no baggage. So what are they supposed to do? Date up to like 60 or 70? It's not fair. Why? If you Okay, if you were single, what yep. what age bracket would you be dating in? Oh, be I'd honest. Be, oh, I'll be honest. I'd be, be really honest. interested in getting to know the person first and I would see age. I'm not ageist, so I wouldn't be concerned whether they you were 25, liar. 26, 35, That's 36, 45, 46. not what you said in the 46. meeting. Be honest. I'm not ageist, mate. I don't want to sit there and point a finger at people and say, just because you're a certain age, you can't do something. I mean, really? Is this what we're getting to in this world? <laughs> it's true, though. Hang on, isn't there? A, there's also a bit of a rule, too, that it's okay to date someone. They can be half your age plus seven years. That's what I've yeah. heard. Yeah. Right? That's, so, so that, we'll put it this way. Well, let's say that you and James... So that brings you into early 30s. Don't put it back on me. No, that yeah, that well, early 30s. I mean, but if I was no. a single man, why couldn't I date a 25-year-old? Because the 25-year-olds should be dating the 25-year-olds. Let them play in their own pool. What about if they've and, got, and about if the, they've got daddy the issues and I can fulfill <laughs> them? <laughs> Good morning, everyone. If you're just joining us, Beck's been a little self-righteous today, but that's okay, Beck. We can nurse you through. I, I don't care that Leo DiCaprio <laughs> at the age of 48 is dating a 19-year-old. That doesn't bother me. What, I, what, what does bother bothers me then? is in real life, it is that's shown to be true that 40-year-old men or even 50-year-old men look mm-hmm. to date down a couple of decades, which means there's no one, nothing left in the pool for us 40-year-old women. Not that I'm single, but I have friends who are. Yeah. And they're considered on the shelf. Too no, old. it's a good point. You definitely sound self-righteous. Um, <laughs> right now, <laughs> you, you're so easy to take the bait to, by oh, the way, Beck. You are pushing my buttons today. Thank you. Yeah. Um, JB behind the panel taught me how to do that. Uh, <laughs> we are looking for, so what's the age gap between? So um, that's 29 years. Mm. So we want to see if there's anything around that ballpark here in Adelaide. Right, in Adelaide. 13, 10, 60, give us a buzz. Can you tell us your age gap? We're looking for, you know, some big numbers. Like oh, I'm mm. a decade between my wife and I. You're what, five years between you yeah, and Jimbo? Yeah, five years. He's five years older. Right, so me. we're looking for beyond a decade. Yeah. Have you got maybe a 15, a 20? Are you, dating got, a, is you married to a 62-year-old? <laughs> Oh, no, that would never happen. It has to be what? lower, doesn't it? <laughs> Ten years. You didn't say it whether it was up or down. Well, mate, <laughs> you could probably do the maths. <laughs> why wouldn't? Why couldn't you be married to a 62-year-old woman? Why? Ooh, I'll just let that sit in the air. 13, 10, 60, <laughs> give us a call. <laughs> Crystal from Manapara. So we put the call out, 13, 10, 60. Uh, have you got a big age gap? All right, Crystal, what's your age gap with you and your partner? 15 years. Okay. okay. Older or younger? Uh, so he's 48 and I'm 33. Does that work? Do you have any generational things where he doesn't know a song that you used to like or anything like that? Uh, he doesn't have social media, which is a bit different. But at the same time, it's amazing because we're not on our phones as much. Oh, yeah. Crystal, I love the fact that he doesn't have social media. No wonder you're attracted to him. He sounds like a very intelligent man. All right. Uh, so at 15 years, let's go to Star from Highbury. Right, Star, what's the age gap? So I had a 17-year age gap. I was 17 myself, and I'd gotten with my 
ex-partner, um, mm. and he was 34 at the time. <gasps> Star, what did your parents say? I would freak out if my daughter did that. Yeah, no, there was never any family events that were done. Um, everything was done separately. And I can be honest, now being a mum of three daughters, I mm. would not be okay with it. Star, what was it about him at 34 when you were young? Uh, if you want me to be honest, I think I just had some daddy issues. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. We love honesty, Star. Thank you. We can be the therapy couch here we understand for you that. if you need. <laughs> okay. Let's go to Henley Beach South. Raquel, what's your age gap? Uh, 20 years. Ooh, Ooh. That's a generation, really. What are the ages? And like the woman before, I was 17. He was 37. <gasps> Raquel, right? Same, uh, well, same yeah, thing Beck asked. Yeah, what, what happened with your family? Were they okay with that? Um, well, my first son was a secret. What? Um, so they didn't meet him until after he was born. Really? Yeah. So did you not see them or you tried to hide the pregnancy around them? Oh, he hid me. Right, oh, okay. There you go. So 20 years and you've been together. As well for 20 years on top of that, which is uh, quite remarkable. Well done. And you've got two kids. Um, now, Sarah from Colonel Light Garden, she wrote in, 22 age gap between her and her husband. She's 30, he's 52. Right, so up to 22 years. What about Rebecca from Salisbury North? What's the age gap? That was 23 years. Wow, that's, well, yeah, it could be old enough to be your father. I'm guessing you were the younger one. No. Oh! I was 50. And he was 27. Yes. Oh. Okay, because I was about to say it's always the older man. I'm enjoying this. You, yes. the older woman. <laughs> okay, what what happened, Beck? You go, girl. Okay, well, my ex broke I, I broke up with my ex. Yep. Who was 12 years my junior, and he couldn't set. He said I couldn't satisfy a younger man. Mm. So I did it just to spite him and to prove him wrong. Right. And found a nice, uh, what, 27-year-old mm. with a 23-year yeah. gap. Yeah. There you go. And was uh, the 27-year-old very happy? Were you able to fulfil the needs? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, what happened was he called one time and my ex came over to surprise visit me. Yeah. And so I put it on speakerphone and he just said, oh, it was great meeting you. I can't wait to see you again. Mm. There you go. Okay. I mean, I had to break it off. And I said, no. Oh, right, right. Good Bex, on you, Beck. Beck's got some tricks. We might. Um... <laughs> Beck wins. You Beck might. Wins. Oh, get it some... must be in the name. Get some tips. Well done, Beck. Change it up a little bit. Good on you. There you go. You're certainly happy, eh? This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda are on the hunt for hidden talents. Yeah, what is your hidden talent? What's your party trick? It could win you $2,000, and I reckon this is actually a bigger prize. The opportunity to perform in front of Carrie and Tommy in the Garden of Unearthly Delights and hundreds of people. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely brilliant. All right, our next guest here, his name is Blake. Well, Blake, welcome along, mate. Great to have you here. How are you? Very well. Nice to be here this morning. Oh, Blake, you have a hidden talent. Mm. What is it? Yes, I've got many hidden talents, but I think the one I'm in here for today <laughs> is uh, is beatboxing. Right. Now, can I ask you, how did you come across this? Was it a natural talent that just oozed out of your body that was given an opportunity at some point? Yeah, I think it was just something that I've worked on since uh, seeing uh, Joel Turner on Australian mm. Idol back in the day. And um, yeah, just over the years, I've uh, just uh, developed it and... Uh, here I am today. Now, I know you play a bit of footy at Tea Tree Gully with the Wolves. Uh, do you practice a bit of beatboxing around the boys at training or during games? Yeah, I think it um, 
maybe after a few chalky milks on a Saturday night, you'll yep. see me up there um, getting on the microphone, getting the boys and having a, uh, a good laugh. So it's, uh, I'm definitely known for it up the club. Righto, Beck. Well, let's find out whether Blake is going to be good enough to be on stage at the Garden of Unearthly mm. Delights. You ready? Yeah, and winning two grand. Absolutely. Okay, Blake, over to you, my friend. Feeling good, thanks, Meg. <laughs> like, that is remarkable. How do you practice your beatboxing? Oh, look, it's uh, it's it's good. I can do it wherever I want. It's uh, in the car, in the shower, um, on the dunny, wherever you want. So it's a, it's a good it's a good talent to have. I can do it wherever I want. That is magnificent. What, what was the real signature move in there? What's your key move? Oh, I think if there's any uh, beatboxers listening, there's a uh, a uh, technique called inward bass. Right. So, and that's the, the real the real heavy run, the real filthy one that gets you going. Give us a bit of filthy heavy bass. Can you uh, give us a little bit again? It's going to be hard to oh. beat that. Blake Penny, you are in the running for the two grand and to be performing at the Garden of Unearthly Delights, mate. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. It's uh, great to be here. Everyone's looking good. Great smiling faces at the one and only SAFM. Oh, oh. look at him. He's Sign this bloke up. Hey, happy beatboxing, big boy. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Is it right? Is it wrong? Oh, I'm interested in this morning's. We are peeking into your bedroom. Ooh. It was from a registration mm. from Mel from Happy Valley. Hey, Beck and Soda, is it right or wrong to sleep in separate beds with your partner? So we've got a little one and his bedroom is upstairs and our bedroom's downstairs. So I think it started with me trying to be closer to him. Um, and then I guess just ignoring snoring and not hogging blankets, um, just trying to make sure we both kind of get a good sleep. Yeah, I can understand that. Thank you so much for your entry there, Mel. A uh, thousand bucks too on the line too for people that will register with their right or wrongs. Um, been going on for around a year or so okay. with Mel, as she said. Um, that makes a lot of sense to me, given particularly as young parents, it is bloody tough. And yeah. I think if you're in a situation with mum and dad and there are two of you, um, it, there is no doubt I've seen that the job for a mum is so much tougher than for a dad because particularly those early years, you're on pretty much beck and call 24-7, yeah. aren't you? So yeah. I can understand that's happened. I actually, I agree. I think that's quite okay. No issue with that. If it carries on for another 10 or 20 years, well, that's probably all right, as long as you get to visit the away room every now and then. Oh, okay. Or, all right. Well, yeah, I, I am wondering how you make another, you know, little brother or sister when you're sleeping in separate beds. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because if you, if you do have separate bedrooms, mm. you've got to work out and you go, right, well, is tonight am I going to put the white shorts on and play away <laughs> and go and visit? Or am I going to wear the home shorts, the, the black shorts, oh, okay. and yeah. say, hey, 
Why don't you come over to my room? <laughs> sure. And that's how you can Maybe make another baby. Maybe more spice. There you go. Yeah, for me, it's wrong because I think if you're in separate beds, you lose that intimacy and that closeness of falling asleep with your partner. But it's very tempting. I'd like to. <laughs> you ever given a try? Like a little try? Uh, where's Jimbo? I hope he's listening yeah, in. Good morning, morning James. I'm, um, I'm separate bed curious. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you've got to look at it, though. You know you say that intimacy, and I understand that also. But uh, as we got from Mel before, uh, just that nice peace and quiet. No one hogging the doona. Don't have some leg draped over you. Snoring, farting. Oh, imagine the bliss, the peace and quiet. Oh, the solitude. Maybe it is right. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) All right, so it's a right for soda. It's a kind of wrong for Beck. It's a wrong, but very curious about how it all works. Beck's dipping her toe in the the water at least. When Grace moves out, maybe I'll explore it. Okay. Is it right? Is it wrong? Right or wrong to sleep in separate beds? Lots of comments on Facebook. A lot of people do this. <laughs> this is amazing. What are you giggling? Can I read this one? This is Cindy from Prospect. It is wrong, wrong, wrong. I married my husband for us to be together. I love falling asleep in his arms and waking up in the middle of the night with him spooning me. <laughs> <laughs> they must be newlyweds. Oh, Cindy, that'll change now, but that's oh, lovely. It's beautiful. <laughs> Just make the most of it while it lasts, Cindy. <laughs> Listen to us. Okay, <laughs> Tiffany in Salisbury, right or wrong to sleep in separate beds? I think it's right. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Um, well, my nan and pop were together for over 30 years. Mm. They never slept in the same bed together. They never even lived together. What? Oh, hello. That's yeah. good. What, what, where were their houses compared to each the, other? They were about a 10, 15 minute drive. So Pop would finish work every Friday, come pick Nan up. Then yeah. he would. they would spend the weekend together. He would drop her off on a Sunday. Public holiday would be a Monday. Even then they slept in separate beds. <laughs> so did wow. this happen all through their relationship or was it just something later on in their life? Um, pretty much through the whole relationship. Wow. Like towards the end, Pop was ill when he came and lived with Nan. Um, yeah. But then, even then, they slept in separate beds. Wow. Wow. That's, That's amazing. amazing, isn't it? Um, actually, come to think of it, um, my Nana and Pop, because I only got to know one side of my Nana and Pop, because my dad's mum and dad had passed when they were really young. Mm. So my mum's side, they never slept in the same bed. I'm sure they slept in different rooms. Really? I'm thinking, I just thought about that then, because I remember we'd stay over all the time. And they'd uh, each had a double bed and he'd sleep in, you know, either Nan's bed or Pop's but bed with them. But you don't want to think about your Nan and Pop having special cuddles, do you? Well, hang on, so we're not just talking, well. don't have to, or it doesn't yeah. always have to be that. It's just like we're talking about that intimacy of mm-hmm. being in the same bed as someone else. Uh, Kathy from Shido Park, right or wrong to sleep in separate beds? It's so right. So, so right. My uh, ex-partner and I were together for, uh, married for 28 years and... When our daughter was born, it was just easier to sleep in a separate room with her. Mm. And as she got older, it was um, rather nice to sleep in my own bed. Right. What, what would happen if you wanted to, um, you know, catch up and have a cuddle? Well, you just uh, say, yeah, I'll meet you in your room. It used to be his room because I wanted my room to stay nice and clean, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Mel from Aldinga, are you a right or wrong sleeping in separate beds? Oh, definitely, absolutely right. Wow. Wouldn't go back. This is going to be a clean sweep from the phone calls just about. Uh, So what's happened, Mel? Tell us your situation. Well, uh, we've been together about 26 years, Mm -hmm. and we've slept in several beds for 23. And how did that come about? Well, we're both very light sleepers, both snorers, 
mm. and I like to hog the bed. So, you know, we'd just wake up arguing or cranky or whatever. So it was the best move we ever made. I mean, we're still really intimate and everything. Mm. So, love it. Excellent. Good, Good on to you, know. Okay, well, Kylie in Ascot Park, right or wrong to sleep in separate beds? Absolutely right. I have Gee. a 14-month-old baby boy and um, I haven't actually told my husband that he started sleeping through the night because I'm enjoying <laughs> sleeping in the guest oh. room so much. Oh, <laughs> Kylie, fantastic. <laughs> wow. At some point, though, are you planning on going back to the marital bed? Yes, but he was such a notoriously bad sleeper for like a year. So I'm just enjoying just a few more weeks of, of, of like getting real sleep. Yeah. Kylie, how old is your son? Did you say 14 months? 14 months now, right. yeah. I reckon you can milk this until at least he's three or four. <laughs> well, if Soda says I can, then I can. Absolutely. Ah, soda Good says. on you, Kylie. That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, what about now? Wendy here on Facebook has said that it's actually wrong. She and her husband have been sleeping in the same bed for 46 years, mm. but to make sure they have a comfortable sleep, they change to separate blankets and it works really well for us. Oh, so you okay. can do that, separate blankets, separate dunas, because then you don't get that tug, you know, when you roll the shoulder, the shoulder yeah. over and you... Or if you've got like a double bed, buy a king doona. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or, true, or a queen it? by King Duna, so you got a little or, bit more. Or if you're really cashed leeway. up, you can get those mattresses that like oh, wow. sit up and half of them's different. Oh, you're half and half. Yeah, you're half. You're really and half. cashed up just by another house and live people. <laughs> uh, Rochelle from Coromandel Valley, right or wrong to sleep in separate beds? Totally, 100% right. There you go. Okay, tell us about your family and what happens. Uh, well, my husband's a shift worker. Yep. We did, when we've been together for about 10 years. So we first five years, you know, tried to do all the sleeping together and it just wasn't working. One week he has to get up at like 4am and then the next week he doesn't get home into bed until after midnight and I'm a really light sleeper. So mm-hmm. separate beds worked for us. And, you know, we just make sure that we catch up for those special times, if you know what I mean. We do. Do you have a, um, do you have a little rule as to who's who hosts and... <laughs> So uh, no, no, we just go with the flow. We know when it's going to happen. It's all good. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't have to be in a bed. I beg your pardon? SAFM's Beck and Soda. Doing the grocery shopping with my 11-year-old and she said, mm-hmm. Mama, when she calls me Mama, I kind of melt. I'm like, what? She said, can I try this new toothpaste? She'd seen it on TikTok, of course. Okay. And I thought, well, anything that promotes her to spend longer cleaning her teeth? I said, mm-hmm. yes. I get home and I thought the Grocery bill was a bit higher than normal, so I looked through the receipt, mm. the toothpaste, and I'm holding it in my hands. It is 60 grams. It's right. a tiny tube. Mm. $10. $10 wow. for is a tube of toothpaste. Some sort of designer teeth cleaner. Well, it's a, like, it is, look, I must admit, it's pretty good marketing. Like, it's a good looking tube. It's like in a pump tube, and it's, well, like, it's it's aesthetically pleasing it, to me. It looks like an impulse bottle. Remember those it little does impulse a bit. sprays girls at school used to have all the time? Um, and it's watermelon flavor, which is kind of weird because obviously you always associate toothpaste with minty fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've brought it along because I want you to do a little taste test this okay. morning and let me see whether I've spent my money. So uh, I'm just squeezing a little bit geez, on your that's finger. About a, yeah, that's probably Less a $5 put, squeeze. Yeah. Uh, All right, put rubber on those. Oh, you won't feel those massive chunks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, that's watermelon. Isn't it? Oh, that's but fantastic. minty. Like it's got a bit mm. of a minty. Uh, it's just, got his... 
I'm yeah. brushing my teeth with my finger. Um, it's fresh. That's isn't it? it's, it's, it's actually minty watermelon. But it's so sweet, and that's my concern about it. It's, it's so like? sugary sweet. It's like a breath freshener. I love it. Let me see. <laughs> oh my it. God, he's addicted. What's it called? It's called High. High Smile. Not sponsored. No, not sponsored. No, we're not getting paid for this. Um, <gasps> not cash for comment. It, do, it tastes exactly like. How can that clean your teeth? It tastes like you just ate lollies. I don't know. Lollies. It says sugar free in the back. Really? But it's so, so sweet that I'm kind of. Are we doing the wrong thing, giving them sweet things in their mouth to it, try and promote better teeth? It says teeth. Fluoride Plus. So it's got everything that needs to be in there to make you, your teeth work. Actually, I'll put my glasses on here because I'm. Uh, oh, struggling. okay, old man. But pop, I'm looking at all the points. Yeah, you're right. On. Sugar free, vegan. Um, I mean, yeah. what, as Cruelty if you have to free. say vegan on your toothpaste. It's got vegan. It's got no SLS or pegs, whatever that I don't stuff know what that is. Means. But it's got everything you need to brush your teeth. Yeah, and you have to harvest um, a liver to pay for it. How can it taste like that if it's got no sugar in it? Because it actually just tastes like a lolly. It does tastes like a watermelon lolly? You know, the other thing that fascinates me nowadays is you know all the drinks come in no sugar, so it was always Coke no sugar, but yeah. now there's Fanta no sugar and even Mountain Dew no sugar, right? Mm. So you get it, and they taste. Like they are full of sweeteners. Because mm. um, remember there was a long time ago people were saying with diet cake, is it the aspartame yeah, or whatever like it is? That it's That's worse bad. for you than the sugar. Mm. But now that it's not the diet cake, it's the sugar-free ones. You don't give it to your kids or anything, do you? Yeah, all the time. I'll what? give them an option. If we're going to go somewhere and you know, you're hurrying or you're grabbing a drink quickly through a drive-thru, um, they say, oh, they can have a soft drink. I go, no, get the sugar no sugar. Free. It's healthy for you. Surely that's okay, isn't well, it? Probably. Know. You know, water is the best option. Yeah, well, I do know that, but sometimes you just need something <laughs> but I'm a little. Not pouring. <laughs> you just need a little pick me up, and I'll do the same. Like I would go and drink a, a Coke, no sugar every day. What about an energy drink, like a Mother? Or... Oh yeah, I'd have a, I'd have a Monster. You can get Monster and Mother, no sugars. I don't mind a little bit of them. They're okay, but they've got they? caffeine in them. You're not giving them to your kids. Uh, oh, my son might have a swig, <laughs> okay. like the ten-year-old. Right. I, I, I'm not irresponsible. I wouldn't let a seven or six-year-old do it. But a ten- <laughs> <laughs> once you hit double figures, yeah, it's double figures. No, but he'd have a little sip. But I, I wonder because are you actually doing harm with the, those no sugars, or am I actually being healthy? I'm not a dietitian. <laughs> well, can you can you sort one? Let's no, honestly, it. I want to know. Can we, um, yeah. actually, we're going to call a dietitian. Louise Mudge is the bespoke dietitian and she joins us now. Good morning, Lou. Hey, Soda. Hey, Beck. How are you? We are good. Uh, Louise, first up, my youngest daughter has this ridiculously flavoured toothpaste. For a start, it's 10 bucks a chew, which I didn't know when she put it in the trolley, but it tastes exactly like watermelon. I just can't see how that's good for her teeth. It's, it's, Still toothpaste, it doesn't contain added sugar. Mm. Um, and one can argue that the um, the yummy flavour of those are encouraging a really good habit, brushing teeth, and maybe they might do it for a bit longer. But it is, does contain, I guess, natural um, uh, sweeteners. So things like um, sorbitol, xylitol. Um, it also contains an artificial sweetener, sucralose. Mm. Um, and they're just getting us addicted to that sweet taste. So they're modified carbohydrates. They don't have any calories in them. Um, they're not causing any decay to the teeth, um, but they're just adding more sweetness to it. Yeah. So it's right. getting our kids more addicted to sweet stuff. Sweet tasting. Right. Expecting that sweet taste all the time. Um, and is that the same for like your Coke, no sugars, your Fanta, no sugars and that sort of thing? Because I've been going with my kids thinking, well, that's a bit of a healthier option. We've got a terrible feeling I'm doing the wrong thing here. Look, it is so tricky because... To make you feel better, I let my kids have the occasional one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's the same. It's the same with the soft drinks, the cordials, the sugar-free gums, the sugar-free mints. Um, 
even they're popping up in some yogurts and it, you know, it's it's really clever how it's done because now they're sort of trying to move away from the traditional artificial sweeteners, yep. um, like your aspartame, and using more plant-based ones. Um, so things like um, steviol or stevia, mm. um, but they're all still driving that sweet tooth, irrespective of where they come from. Probably because I think you know the way that we drink. Um, these drinks now, we wouldn't just have one glass every month. We'd be looking to have, you know, a, maybe a can or two a week. So what? probably, you know, that's where the diet. <laughs> Lou, I'm, the I'm diet talking stuff. a can a day. Is that no good? What, like not just in school holidays, like all the oh, time. Oh no, I'd have I'd have a can of Coke, no sugar every day at least. Okay, it, it, look, <laughs> I think I mean from a safety perspective, you know, so long yep. as we're not drinking more than three or four liters a day, they are technically safe. But right. every time you're exposing yourself to them, you're driving that sweet tooth. So, oh, okay. yeah. Right. Um, that, but it's not like you're point. giving your kids like a monster energy drink or anything, are you? Uh, n- no. <laughs> well, uh, my son might have had like one of those, a no sugar one. But it doesn't still have like caffeine? And I don't know. Karate. How bad are they? <laughs> they like? do. They've still got um, quite a bit of caffeine in them. And then yep. you've got your added um, food acids. Um, so that's what's you know giving them their tangy taste but that's what's then affecting their teeth this is great i feel like this is this is soda's dad fail today i'm enjoying this oh no um so you know like those monsters or v's or mothers or whatever they're called even the no sugar ones should i never go near them honestly never (laughs) oh really and and my kids should never i should never 10 year old boy even have a sip of it never right what's the biggest issue with that it's really the caffeine. Okay. You know, they've got a lot of caffeine in them, um, which, you know, kids do not need. Um, we need to be focusing on, you know, getting them into good routines, not having them have the crashes during the day, having difficulties sleeping. Yeah, they're really not good for kids. But right I've right. got to be real. People do choose them. And I mm. think if you're going to do it safely, what you want to be doing, definitely still not giving those drinks to kids, but is to be, you know, curbing yourself to maybe one or two cans of those diet products a day maximum. But the better preference is water um, yes. and, you know, carbonated <laughs> mineral water. I say that to my kids all lemon, the time. Squeeze a lime. Well done. That's perfect. I know, but they don't do it. Right. <laughs> I try. It's hard. It's hard with all the peer pressure too. Everybody else is drinking them. They want them. The only good thing is, Louise, is those big Frank Green drink bottles. That does make them drink more water. I'll give them that. They are fantastic. Except that they, really you cold. have to donate a liver to afford one. All right, Louise <laughs> from Bespoke Dietitian, thank you so much. So does Face. It's like he's had a little smack on the bottom this morning, Louise. I've enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> Lou, do you know, no Lou, every worries. time I talk to you, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> Oh, no, Soda. No, no, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Is it because your name's Soda? I'm starting to fall asleep. I All think right. I need one of those energy drinks. No. I need some caffeine. Right, it's Louise, been a long thank morning. thank you for those home truths for Soda. We'll try and enforce them. Pleasure. All right. See you guys. Thank you. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Up to speed with what you need to know, it's The Soda Stream. Rightio, uh, this is where I just tell you what you need to know about the world, what's happening, Beck. So today... Uh, I would like to take you to Puerto Rico. Ever been there? I have not. Okay, no. um, JB, have you got yes. something Puerto Rican? Like, what would be Wait, Puerto it's not Rican really on our playlist? In Puerto your music Rican. box, what do you got Hang for on. us? No, there is something. There's this. Right. That's good. That's Puerto Rican. Yaripa. Right. Yeah. We just play that little bit underneath. Where's yeah. the castanets? Okay. Uh, this is a lady. 
Janelle and her husband, Josh, right? They had to go to Puerto Rico for a little holiday, but uh, clearly she's breastfeeding at the moment and she left her pump at home. Oh. Now, I imagine that you've got to release some pressure, do you? Yeah, you do. It hurts when your breasts get full of milk. For four days they're away. So what she decided to do was um, get Josh to help her out and he actually breastfed her to relieve the tension. Oh, come on. True. You can hand express. You can just squeeze it out in the shower. Oh, can you? Yeah, I used to do that sometimes. Well, she was feeding him. No. It's what they were doing. No. I, I read the headline. I had to breastfeed my husband. They put it out on TikTok. They don't and have made other chemists where it. she could buy well, I don't know, mate. I don't know. So also, can do you, you have just... to share it on social media if you do that? That's a very good point, mm. which is why we get to where we are now. But so you can actually just You can squeeze. hand express. Squeeze right. a bit of out, take the pressure off. Yes, you So can. if Josh was drinking it, would it be causing him sort of issues? Like it's clearly good for babies. It's like a magic elixir for babies. It cause him any issues. No, it actually, no, it wouldn't cause him any have problems. Have you tasted it's it? Just... Do you taste breast milk? I think, yes, I have. I think most breastfeeding women have, you know, just put got a little on their finger and just see what all the fuss is about because babies love it. It's warm. It's sweet. You never tried it? Never. Does it taste like normal milk? But uh, it's it's almost like more like condensed milk. It's can, sweet. Can I ask thirteen ten sixty? We're not talking about a breastfeeding mother, but as a man, is there any man listening thirteen ten sixty that has tasted breast Preferably milk? Preferably not straight out of the boob because I think that's well, in any way possible. Okay. Did they grab a, a little bit out the fridge because it had been yeah. expressed? It's in room temperature, not room temperature. It's body temperature. I just need someone <laughs> who it's not their own breast milk to tell me what it tastes like. Thirteen ten sixty. If there is anyone out okay. there, there probably yeah, isn't. Sure. Um, anyway, because it, it is like this magic elixir. Right? It is. And I remember it's... reading something a long time ago. There's like leukocytes in the breast milk. So for babies, you know, I think it helps their white blood cells fight infection, all that sort of thing. Um, but you know, the other thing with it is that uh, a lot of bodybuilders drink breast milk and they buy it. A mate of mine who, they? Won, who won Mr. Universe 40 Plus, who I went to primary school with, who's a good buddy of mine now. You're not 40 plus, are you? <clears throat> Well, I am just on that edge. A few years ago, he won Mr. Universe 40 plus. He was buying breast milk and it was very expensive. It was around about eight. It worked out to be $8 a glass. You could buy it off the internet because they felt that it would make him bigger and stronger because of all those nutrients that help babies. So any breastfeeding women out there could squeeze a bit into a cup, sell it to a bodybuilder and have a bit of a side hustle. Absolutely. Have you heard of that? I've never heard of that before. Yeah, there are definitely bodybuilders that buy breast milk. $8 a glass. Wow. So it's pretty rich. So Janelle, clearly over in Puerto Rico, could have just squeezed a couple of glasses out and found a bodybuilder <laughs> around there and she would have been all right. All right. Um, I want to know though, 131060, okay. is there someone, potentially a man, I would think, not that we're going to be uh, too sexist well, I guess here. it's less co- common for a man. Exactly. Can just try just around. give us a heads up. You ever tasted some breast milk? Dave has called up. Dave, now just tell us, you've actually tried breast milk. Yeah, mate. Of course. Right. Of course. Oh, so, there you go. Oh, so, what, you, don't, you don't try breast milk? Well, I haven't, and I was fascinated by it because Beck said that she'd tasted a little of her own, but I wanted to know from a guy. Um, what, what does it taste? No, let's find out first, Dave. How did you come across it? All right. So I'm the type of bloke that will try anything like, at least once. Yeah. All right. Um, I like it. And, and me and my, my cousin was pregnant at the time. Mm. And, well, no, she wasn't pregnant. She just had a kid. That's and, right. Um, that, I, I made the same mistake, mate. Don't worry. Dave, Dave, I'm in the same ballpark as you because I said to Breck, to Breck, to Beck, I don't even know what we're talking about now. But I said don't to Beck, you bring... squeeze it in while you were pregnant. But you're right, it's after the yeah, pregnancy, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's get so back anyway, to your story. We'll just, yeah, and we'll just talk, we'll just talk about it. And I'm, I was wondering how it tasted. And yeah. uh, she said, well, I'll express you something. I'm like, oh, all right, go for it. So yeah. she expressed me some in a cup. Tried it out, and yeah, it was like a 
almost like a diluted sweet condensed milk. It was just, um, I mean, I wouldn't have it again. But <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it was definitely. Um, stir a bit of Milo yeah. through it. Well, Dave, you yeah. ate. Like you said, Dave, you live once, you try everything once, and you're a curious kind of guy. I really like that in you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, there you go. Day. Well, Beck, I told you we'd find someone in Adelaide that could tell me what breast milk. So sweet and light, mm-hmm. like a, a diluted condensed, condensed milk. milk. That's a very good description. Mm. And there warm. That's the best bit. It's warm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just mix in a little bit of Bonox Milo now. before you go to bed. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.